they'll come after that immediate pressing need. If you can, I would like you to help me distribute my funds to charities. The things that scammers and hackers want to do is isolate you. All right, welcome to the Safety Net Podcast by Arc Cyber. My name is Josh Lewis. I'm your host and producer. And with me is Sean Artizone, who is the genius hacker brains and heart of the podcast. And in this podcast, what we try to do every single time is give you tips and tools and information to help you have a safer online experience. And today we're going to be answering this question. It's actually going to be a part one of two where we talk about online security basics for aging parents. One of the things we've noticed and a lot of people have had experience with are aging parents, aging uh, relatives, people you know who get hacked. They uh, they see something on Facebook, they they repost something, and and there's just a spiral of these aging people just really not knowing how to uh, identify things online, how to protect themselves online. And sometimes, you know, we, we need to pick up the pieces a little bit. And so what I what we're going to do in this episode is talk about what are the threats in in this specific episode. We're going to start off with what are some of the main threats that people, especially aging people, are facing. So last episode, we talked um, with uh, Kafir Yeshiyahu from IronVest, and that was just such an awesome episode, hearing some of his wisdom and so I almost feel like this dovetails a, a, a little bit with that. So I'm going to let you kind of take this away with some of your thoughts. Yeah. So ha- just having that conversation, kind of like all these episodes tied it together. And I, I don't know that we intended that. It just happened to yeah. kind of all layer because, you know, we had a, a general like framework and idea of what we wanted to do, but right. the way they're just kind of falling you know, and, and it's kind of neat to see. It's like somebody knows what they're doing. And <laughs> you know, it's right. not us, but yeah. Right. Yeah, so uh, this this uh, topic um, hits really close to home uh, very recently. And as we, you know, go through talking about this, uh, you'll understand why. Uh, but, you know, knowing about the scams, people, you know, con, con people have been out there forever and, looking for ways to take advantage of uh, high pressure, high mm. stress, urgent necessity moments is not new. They, this is how they operate. Yeah. They want you to panic. They want you to trust. They want you to overthink. And so the, the best way to kind of do that is to expose these things, show them for what they are, and then use some, some scrutiny. So, I went to the FBI.gov website just, and I actually just did a Google search before I went there and just looked for aging parents, elderly, you know, older generation scams. And I found, you know, just a slew of websites. And as I was going through them, I'm like, man, all these resources are out there, but how many people still fall for this stuff because they don't know these things are out there. They don't know that, you know, on the FBI.gov website are tons of resources pointing to 
exposing all of these types of scams. And I wonder, I wondered to myself, is are people just afraid to go to the FBI.gov website because like hmm. I don't want to go to the FBI, you know, or whatever, whatever reason, you know, and and for for these sites to be out there. So I put a list of sites above and beyond the FBI.gov website, but they're the you know they're the federal law enforcement agency that deals with these frauds, these scams, and and you know tries to help people um, beyond your local sheriff department, police department, whatever you know uh, you may have in your area. So their resources, and a lot of times these police departments and sheriff's departments, that they'll go to the FBI for that kind of help. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll send Got it up it. to them and say, hey, this crosses state lines, the the fraudsters international, whatever. And so they'll reach back out to them anyway. So I'm like, well, let's just go right to the source and find out where we can get um, what information they have. So we'll provide that list of all these resources that are available on the FBI website. If you don't want to go to the FBI website for whatever reason, <laughs> or worried about getting tracked or something, go, you know, the the links will be in there. So uh, there's a list of eight. I don't know that we're going to get through all of them today. Um, I don't want to okay. blow through them because I want people to understand the scams and they've been around forever, like I said, but they've just kind of changed, you know, had some, some modern modernization uh, applied to them. So uh, there's yeah. eight that are listed on the FBI website and we'll, I think maybe have time to hit four of them today. And so if you're, if you're ready, we'll just move right into it. Yeah. So. Let's, let's do it. What would be that? What's the first one? Yeah. First one. Um, and these aren't in any particular order. These are just in the order that I kind of rearrange them with an intent mm. because the the last one we're going to talk about is going to be all about technology and that's what our podcast is about. So, but that, I don't know that we'll get to that one today, but the first one is the love deception. And so mm-hmm. scammers, they're going to set up fake profiles on dating websites, uh, social media platforms. And what they're going to be doing is preying on the emotional aspects of a relationship. So over time, mm-hmm. they're going to gain your trust. They're going to share sob stories. And then once you've bonded and you're kind of like heartstrings are kind of knit, that's when the financial help uh, request will come in. And so it mm-hmm. may, it may be a small amount at first. It may be, you know, whatever, but when, when it goes from that kind of dating environment, you know, love connection kind of thing into a request for some type of monetary support, immediately your flags, your gut, uh, you know, flag should, should go off. And so mm-hmm. as somebody maybe who's taking care of aging parents or just, you know, if your parents are still around, and you know they're using technology have the conversations with them about forming anything new relationship wise if you know if they've gone through a divorce or they're a widow widower they're going to be you know lonely and wanting to pursue something which you can't blame them right it's part of life is having these relationships these close bonds and it's really sad that scammers take advantage of this and look to um part older you know family members from their money and an attempt to just fraud them. So have, have the conversation with them. Don't ever share your personal or financial details with the person at the other end. If you have not, um, if you've not known them for a long time and, and can, and just like I, you can see my face, Josh, and you know, we're talking yeah. now with, with deep fakes, this, this may become even more difficult as that technology advances. And now it looks like somebody that you really know, but it's not, it's a scammer. Uh, just, you know, scrutiny, scrutinize that. Why are you asking me for money? You know, this, this Mm. isn't the kind of relationship we have now. Now I'm curious though, like, so have the conversation, the conversation needs to be specifically 
Like, is it don't form relationships online or is it just don't send money online? Like what, what does that conversation maybe look like? Yeah. So nothing wrong with online relationships. That's a, you know, a new medium. That's how things are, are working today. And so just use discernment, use judgment because yeah. what, what typically these types of scams look like is it's, you know, either the person, the person's parent, the person's sibling, the person's cousin, aunt, uncle, whatever. Some some person that they're close to is going through this horrible thing and they don't have the money to get to their side. They're trying to get by their side before they die, before their thing mm-hmm. dies or fa- whatever. And mm-hmm. they have formed that relationship, that bond with you that you're like empathizing with them. And you're like, oh man, I want to help them get to the bedside or the trip that they need to get on to go rescue this child that got whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not how rational, normal people do things that, you know, a a normal person who's in that kind of situation, they may set up a GoFundMe. They may set up some other kind of legitimate, uh, or they're not even the ones setting it up. Somebody on their behalf sets it up. Right. Uh, When my son died, I didn't set up a GoFundMe to say, Hey, help me get down to Florida and pay the bills while I'm down there, I didn't have to do any of that because people who know me and knew Alex was dying, they took care of that for me and they mm. sent those requests. And so a person that is going through some kind of trying hardship, they're not going to be in a mindset to reach out to you, their new love interest, you know, to ask for money to get to the bedside of their dying, whatever. And so mm. that just, just that discernment, that kind of understanding and thinking it through from, from a rational perspective, like, Hey, let me set up a GoFundMe for you. Give me the details of your, you know, so-and-so. And then if you set that up, now you have the protection of an organization like GoFundMe who will go after these scammers and sue them and actually take them, you know, to court for fraud. If any of that money is distributed, not in accordance with the terms of the GoFundMe. So if in fact they do need that kind of help, you know, offer that and see if they, you know, but if they're trying to sell you Bitcoin or, you know, go get a target gift card or anything Mm -hmm. like that stuff, it's not legit. It's not real. It's a scam. So they're looking for an untraceable method that you can put money into and they can't be found. So that, that gift card scam, Bitcoin scam, that's all that is. It, It really does feel like, like, even just like part of the conversation needs to be like, look, just please don't believe everything you read or see online, <laughs> yeah. whether it's from uh, this new relationship, whatever, or whatever, like, don't believe everything you see. And if something like this happens, would you please come tell me <laughs> like, like yeah. if they reach out to you and like, like, just come tell me so I can like help you navigate this and like help you set up that GoFundMe if it's a legit thing or whatever. But isn't yeah, it ironic that, that's, that, that as we were growing, our parents would always tell us, don't believe everything you see on TV. And now right. the tides or even tide. like stranger danger yeah. or like, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. Hey, did you get like all that reverse. stuff you taught us? <laughs> Right. You know, you, you haven't learned everything. You've learned a lot yeah. and your, your wisdom is sought after, but please. But I think that's actually part of why you, your this love deception thing is so hard yeah. because it does prey on emotion, yeah. right? And so it's not just a strict information 
um, yeah. a conspiracy, right. right? But it's a legit, like an emotional thing. Yeah. So that's probably why it's so um, so Our easily yeah. fallen for and whatever. Yeah, so, and anyways, that that's helpful. That that particular scam, that con may be part of the long con, right? So that long con mm. could be they could have you know, shared puppy pictures and kitten picture, whatever. And, uh, stories of being widowed and widowed. That's the right word. Mm. You know, losing your, your spouse, right. They could, they could yeah. bond over that. And, you know, well, the one side is genuine, genuinely sharing the hurt, the loss, the, the pain. The other side is sharing, you know, a, a story that they're making up to, to bond. And now you have this yep. common, Oh, they're such a great person. Da, 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 da. And, and the conversation hasn't up to this point gone to send me money financials, do something for me money wise. And they have built that trust without ever actually seeing the person, uh, videoing the person, you know, and they could, mm. depending on the net worth of the person too, yeah. they could be being set up for a, a, a huge scam. So they could hire an actor, actress to sit in front of a camera and have a conversation about whatever and you know mm. that's now that's going to be pretty significant and if your your net worth you know isn't in the millions or whatever that's n less likely because it just would be a waste right. of money for the scammer to do that yeah. but they would go after larger targets billionaires millionaires that you know are lonely so that's yep you know that's a real well, it, it, even just like you're talking about the I'll, I'll stop talking after this but like it just reminds me something that um kafir said uh, in the last podcast where he's, where he said, um, something along the lines of be very careful about what information you share. Yeah. Like he's like, be skeptical. Uh, and it's like, you've said before, like be skeptical of everything. Yeah. Like, um, it's not bad to share things with trusted parties, but even, even, it doesn't just have to be passwords. It can be, or, or a phone number. It can literally be details of your personal life. Yeah. Be careful who you share that with. Um, because th that's, th that's another thing that you've talked about how scammers and hackers can like build a profile mm -hmm. of somebody. And it's like, that's another bit of information yep. they know about you that they can potentially exploit. So you just have, you just have to be careful of those things online. Building that social engineering um, database basically. Yes. Exactly right. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's helpful. So that's the whole love deception yeah. thing. You need to have the conversations. You need to tell your, whoever you're talking to be skeptical. Um, and, and I think one of the things you said is like, have some sort of video call or something to like actually verify this is like somebody legit. Yeah. Um, but like, so, okay. So that's the love deception. What about another strategy? Yeah, another one kind of is kind of along the same lines, except this one comes a little bit closer to home. This isn't a an unknown person to you. This is now somebody that's in your own family circle. This is mm. uh, what I have called the desperate kin strategy because we's right here near the Kentucky border, and you know, <laughs> uh, desperate kin folk. <laughs> um, yeah. So scammers will call posing as either grandchild yeah. or some other family member. Uh, they'll yes. sound distressed. They'll sound, um, you know, annoyed, whatever. And they'll be talking about some emergency, legal trouble, an accident. Uh, and, and, and all of it will have a bow, the pretty bow of, I need immediate financial help to get out of this mess. Right. And who, you know, if you have a family member who's gotten into legal trouble, that 
is consistently in legal trouble, this may not be an uncommon thing for you. Sure. Um, you know, you get a speeding ticket. Oh, I need help paying for my speeding ticket. Right. Blah, blah, blah. So this one kind of is hard to discern, especially if you have, you're not speaking with that family member or you haven't spoken to that family member in a while. And so the, the, they'll come after that immediate pressing need. I need you to wire to the bail bondsman or I need, you know, so-and-so has mm. been in an accident yep. and we need immediate, you know, wh whatever. I don't know any medical uh, service provider that will want to take a target gift card right up front as a form of <laughs> payment or Bitcoin right. for that matter. And so yeah. in, in any, you know, um, uh, the emergency may not look like an accident. It may look like we're stuck in country X and we need yes. to pay a fee, whatever. Now, legitimately, right. some countries require a fee, which is a yep. bribe. And if you don't bribe the customs agent or whatever, you're not going to, they're going to make your life difficult. And that's an accepted right. practice in other countries to, yep. to bribe the inspecting, inspecting officer. So that may be a legitimate need from a legitimate family member. So don't, don't hear me saying, don't scrutinize it and take the time to, to ferret this thing out and figure out, is this really my family member? Are they really, did I know that they were going to, you know, some other country where bribes are permissible and right. did I not talk them out of it? And they ended up there and now they're stuck in this country. Uh, if you don't know that they were going on a trip and they're stuck there, call whoever is, you know, in your family that knows they're there excuse me, right. that knows they're there and that has the, you know, con uh, contact details for those people. But otherwise, you know, let the, the antenna go up, the flags kind of get thrown and, and start to question. So if you're talking to your aging parents, uh, let them know, hey, you know, Johnny and uh, Jenny are going on a trip. They're going here. And if you get a call, we listed you as the emergency contact. If if you if you're not listed as the emergency contact, there's no reason, you know, Johnny and Jenny are going to be calling you to request money because they're trapped. Right. So if you're not if you're not having those conversations and keeping your family informed as to what's happening with extended family, they can become victims to this kind of scam, this um, this desperate kin strategy where where they just they're just not in the loop and they don't know what what's happening. So prevent preventative yes. measure for this. Is just keep your family members informed on what's going on in the lives of your, of their grandkids, of their children, uh, great grand, whatever you know. Uh, and so, and then try to not um, let let them let know. Hey, if you ever get this kind of call, call us. We'll right. talk to whoever it is claiming to be the relative. So, right. That's just yeah. Really it's like it's like always verify it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like say if if you're if you're if you have an adult or teenage kid or whatever it's like if you hear something from Susie mm -hmm. call us if you hear something from me call Susie exactly. to see if I'm actually like just always verify Do that diligence. don't ever take it yeah that's great yeah. Now, that's super helpful the the person on the other side may be crying and panicky and no 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 I can't if you hang up they're going to kill me if you hang up they're going to throw me in jail right. well We'll sort that out too, because you know, right? <laughs> right. If it's real, you know they're not they're not going to kill you. I mean, maybe there's yeah. a hostage situation, which would be terrible, but but that's where you call a that's an when authority. you're going to get the authority. Like, you know, like yeah. that's uh, right. right. Yeah, you can't. But you know, the movies and the the 
the Liam Neeson cha- uh, take <laughs> chasing down high. Right. It's a very particular set. Of Unless sports. your name is Liam Neeson, <laughs> yeah. you need to like Call just the get help. Authorities. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So yeah, that's that's the the desperate family member, and I, and I don't know anyone personally that has fallen for that, but I have heard and read stories that this is. Yes. Um, yeah, this is a very successful. Actually, I'm pretty sure it happened to my grandma. Mm-hmm. It was like an email, and but luckily she did reach out to my dad and was like, "Is Josh in?" And it's like, "Nope, he's not." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I have traveled overseas, but I had I'm I I was in the states. It was fine. Mm-hmm. So luckily she did have the presence of mind to double check with my dad. So that's crazy. That's great. I actually got an email today, uh, a scam email. From a person named Jean or Jean. Good day. First, let me apologize if this email does not suit your business or personal ethics. I am Mrs. So-and-so Purcell. So the name in the email is different than the actual signature name. So one says Jean or Mm. Jean. The other says Mm -hmm. Isabel. So they they Mm. change their names right there in the body Uh, currently undergoing treatment in Germany, having been diagnosed with esophageal cancer that has defied all forms of medical treatment. My life is fast coming to an end and death is imminent as a result, which I believe is all to the glory of God almighty. If you can, I would like you to help me distribute my funds to charities. And if you are interested, please email me back for more detailed information. Your immediate response will be appreciated. Thanks. And God bless you. Kind regards. Another name change, Mrs. Jean Parcel. So, but yeah. but 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 they <laughs> but they want it for the glory of God. <laughs> yeah, it's for the glory uh, of God. Their life is fast right. coming to an end, and they want right. me to help distribute it to charities. There's there's two forms of documents that legal estate planning take care of. I think one's called a will and the other's <laughs> called a trust. You know, right. but instead of using the legal means and the, you know, let's reach out means, to a stranger. Let's just reach out to some random stranger. Yeah. So yeah. of course their domain, I uh, tag it, flag it and send it off to the, um, the fishing watchers. But yeah, so this is, and this isn't a family member reaching out to me, but this is an example. And we've all yeah. um, had, all of us know the story of the Nigerian prince that has come into, you know, great wealth and would like you to hold his funds and help him distribute it. And, you know, right. and so now they've switched from um, Nigerian princes to uh, German cancer pa- uh, patients. So whose life right. lives are coming to a fast end. So, yeah. yeah. So you got to You got to be careful no matter if it's somebody asking you for money or saying that they want to give you money. Right. Either way, you got to, you got to, verify everything and if it's a stranger wanting to give you money just you gotta mark that as spam yeah. like and get rid of it <laughs> the way that one works is it's actually kind of like wow that's crazy what they do is is in the give you money scenario is they initiate a transfer to your account and when they initiate the transfer so they say i gotta give you 500 dollars to make this thing happen and what they say mm-hmm. they do is oh Oh no, I gave you 5,000. I need you to refund me the 4,500. And so you immediately process the $4,500 refund overpayment and send them $4,500 when in fact their 5,000 deposit never comes through. They cancel the deposit before it even happens. Ah. And so you end up giving them $4,500. And then the bank goes, no, you sent them $4,500. We can't help you. We can't get your money back because you initiated a transfer to an unknown account. And it's a very successful scam 
and it's called the overpayment scam. So uh, that's a little bit farther down. I, that's just another one of these things, but um, that's how that one works. So, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to buy a thing from you on Facebook Marketplace. Oh no, I accidentally paid you. You know, you listed it for fifty bucks, and I, I I paid you five hundred. Oh no! A lot of times they won't mess with it if it's not a high enough ticket item. So if you're selling like a TV or an, a game console or something worth. 500 or more that's when you'll start to yeah. get these scammers saying hey do you accept zelle typically the scam mm. is with zelle the they'll initiate a transfer of zelle that is uh 500 or more dollars they'll overpay you air quotes overpay you because the transfer never goes through and then right. you re-zell them back the overpayment and you end up actually zelling them money and you get nothing and so when we list things on marketplace and kind of jumped ahead here, but when we list things on marketplace, what we always do is say, we'll accept Zelle, but any overpayments will not be refunded. So if you over, if, you, if I listed for 500 bucks and you pay me 5,000, sorry about your luck. And what that has done right. is immediate. We put that in the ad that we're listing immediately, not a single thing coming to us saying, do you accept Zelle? It, it gets right. rid of it. So you're, you're going to overpay us. We're aware of your scam. You ain't getting your money back. We're going to take your overpayment. <laughs> And you can pound sand. So this one, this one, we actually started to fall for uh, probably a decade or so ago. Uh, I had traveled overseas and I worked as a contractor. And when you're, when you're working out of the country, you're considered an expatriate or an expat. And mm -hmm. when you work as an expat, you work alongside other expats. And these other expats are, they consider themselves tax experts and legal advice providers. And they tell you, they tell you things like, oh, well, you're an expat. You can work for tax free because you're working out of the country. What they don't tell you is check with your state law, your state tax code, check with the federal reg, uh, regs on how much tax exemption you're allowed to claim. Because then what ends up happening mm. is you end up owing a lot of taxes <laughs> when you come back <sighs> and realize, Oh no, I maintained a property in a state that doesn't care if you're an expat. If you maintain a residence in that state, you pay state taxes regardless of where you worked and whatever. And so we had some actual tax trouble and we were working through it and we got a call. So this, this is the false government threats uh, scam. And so you'll get a call from somebody who's, you know, I'm with the federal Bureau of investigation or I'm with the IRS, I'm IRS agent one, three, eight, blah, blah, whatever. Uh, you'll get phone calls, emails. Uh, most of the time it's a phone call and they're telling okay. you they're with the IRS and that, immediately the sheriff is going to be there and they're demanding immediate payment to satisfy this account. And so we were in the middle, we were behind, we had a big tax bill and this call comes in. I don't, I don't think they knew that. I just think it was a timing thing. And so mm. as I'm listening to this person talk, I was like, no, we, 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 we talked to such and such on this date and we told them about, you know, this and we started setting up the payment. So the thing about the IRS and a lot of people don't know this, is if you are even making a $1 a month payment to the IRS, you're working out your tax bill and they can't do anything about that. Now, if you say flat out, I'm not paying you nothing. I don't owe you anything. Oh, <laughs> good, good luck with that method. The IRS, <laughs> as long as you're working with them and you're paying something. And we had a fantastic yeah. IRS agent who told us, um, you know, he's one of the people on the other end of the line, the real the legit ones. He was like, listen, just so you know, you send us a dollar a month because, you know, you're you're working towards paying your bill. Even if it's a dollar right. a month, we're going to kind of we're, we're going to work with you. And he's like, we understand they want the money. They want, yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah. But they want the, they want your willingness to work with them. If you start stomping yeah. your foot and saying, I'm not paying any taxes, 
that's a that's mm. a bad position to take because they will get their money. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of will. But the the scammers then prey on this kind of, you know, the 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 power that the IRS has has created in America. And so they will claim, okay, you can immediately satisfy this debt. What I need you to do is go to Target and get a Target gift card and give me the gift card number or whatever. Yeah, it's, I'm like, what? So yeah, as soon as as soon as this kind of started happening, I was like, hold on a second, let me talk to your supervisor. Oh yeah, my supervisor, you can't talk to you. And I'm like, oh, no, okay, goodbye. I was probably on the phone with him for about 15 minutes before I started. To, wow. My red flag started to go up. Like, wait a minute, this person doesn't know anything about my case. This person is a scammer. And sure enough, the the attempts and the whatever started to reveal itself. And so basically the government agencies are going to initially reach out to you through official letters. They're going to send you letters to your house and you'll see them. If you've ever gotten the IRS letter, it's official. It shows it's the IRS documentation. It has official phone numbers to contact. It has your personal information that only the IRS is going to have. And that's typically how they start their conversations. They're not going to call you at your home first. They're not going to send you a text. Uh, They're not going to reach out to you through social media. They're not going to do any of that. They're going to send you an official notice that, hey, we're auditing you. We're looking into your, you know, taxes for X and X year. Your uh, you owe, you know, blah, 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 based on your filing. We need to set up a payment plan. It's going to be official documentation. Then if you ignore it, if you throw it away, if you just misplace it and haven't called them back, then you'll get another letter and another letter. And then the phone calls may come, but you will have some indication that ties that corresponds to the actual official correspondence of the IRS or, or some other government agency that is trying to reach out to you. It may actually even be a, a, a visit in an official vehicle with official credentials, badged, identified you know, mm-hmm. people now standing saying, Hey, you're, you're kind of ignoring this. And they actually may reach out to you with subpoenas or, you know, some official form right. of communication that, you know, cause they're required by law to do that and, and to follow mm-hmm. the justice system to, to do that. If, especially if there's some kind of crime and, or evasions of taxes or whatever, um, something to right. do with the government, the government is going to follow the official channels typically, you know, all the time. Um, they're not going to reach out to you over a text message or a, uh, <laughs> your social media account or whatever. Right. Um, and they're not asking for some weird version of payment, target gift cards, mm. other store gift cards, yep. um, Bitcoin, things like that. It's going to be through, you know, a some.gov website where you'll make the, the back payments or, you know, dot uh, Ohio, dot Kentucky, dot California, dot whatever. Um, it will be the official state uh, website. So that's really the Got only it. way you should communicate with them. And if you if you do know you have some kind of, you know, tax issues or legal issues or something that has brought the government now into your life, you should have a lawyer, you should have legal representation, and they should be handling this stuff for you. If you can't afford it, there's you know, there's I think there's uh, plenty of attorneys out there that do kind of pro bono work like this and just look, you know, again... <laughs> Now you have to go do a Google Google search and you find uh, scammer lawyers. So right. yeah, just but but again, it, it kind of what the the way to go about this is always verify. But knowing that, like the government always reaches out through like a letter or something first, yep. unless it's something crazy, then 
verified badges will show up but like for what most of what we're talking about it's not these like crazy phone calls and definitely not over social media they never (laughs) ever 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 do that um or email like that like you'll get email verifications like i've gotten email verifications for like you know setting something up for my business through uh kentucky whatever but it's never like I always, I always get a letter with that, a physical letter with that as well. Right. Like I've never gotten anything only through email. Yeah. Um, so I've seen, that, that's, that's very helpful. Now I have seen, and this is kind of funny, you know, some, some criminal element or whatever posts something illegal on social media or, or, you know, they're showing their guns or their whatever. And the sheriff then is like responding to that person via social media saying, Hey, sure. You're the person we're actually looking for who committed this crime. So go ahead and come on down and turn yourself in. Some of these videos that, that you know, when the <laughs> law enforcement and the government agencies do reach out via social media, they do it sure. in a public manner. They they post it so everyone can see it. It's not, not like a private, it's not private not it's not DM hidden. or – Yeah, yep. it's, hey, everybody, oh, they did this on public. Here's our response to it. Puts them on blast. Right. So there there are cases, but it is not a private DM. It is not a, you know – one-on-one kind of secrety thing so yeah that's helpful the government yeah that that's actually a good point though because like it seems like in everything you're talking about like the things that scammers and hackers want to do is isolate you yeah and so when they can isolate you in a lie and whatever and like try to get you to like do things immediately without telling anybody else like you want to make sure that if you are going to participate in anything online and engage with people online, you actually should be doing that with other people around. Yep. Like with your, if if you're in uh, the senior citizen listening to this, right? Like bringing your kids into this, bringing your grandkids because yeah. they may actually be helpful with some of this stuff too. Um, you know, th- you should never do things in isolation, yeah. and that's kind of a good general rule for life i think um but like because even in some of the stuff we've talked about with like your kids and and harmful content online Mm -hmm. and different things like just in general isolation's bad so reach out for that i think that's a good rule of thumb Yeah. yeah fantastic point Excellent. That's great. So, okay. So that's a false government threat thing. Yep. What What would be like number four? All right. We'll, we'll wrap this episode up with number four. Yeah. Who doesn't like free stuff, right? Who doesn't like Absolutely. prizes and winning? And who who didn't want to see Ed McMahon showing up on their door, right? With the million dollar publisher <laughs> right. clearinghouse check yes. or whatever. So this one is the bogus prize pitch, right? And so the prospects of winning the lottery or securing some kind of valuable prize, everybody wants to be a part of that kind of, you know, joy and excitement. And matter of fact, you know, we did our uh, Griffin router giveaway. That was exciting. We, you know, yes, right. We, we had it publicized and we talked about it at all the trade shows and we captured all of the, the um, applicants and all that information. And we, and we shipped off two of the three routers, the third person never um, responded and never gave us their address to send it. So maybe they thought it was a scam or whatever, but Hey, hats off for not, you know, if it was, it wasn't because we, I still have the router sitting right right there, but you know, hats off for, you know, using a little scrutiny and being, being a little worried about a hacker sending you a router. So, Um, but yeah, everybody (laughs) wants to win stuff. And so scammers take this, this kind of universal desire uh, they'll impersonate yeah. representatives. So somebody could be pretending to be arc cyber and Hey, we're going to give you 
uh, a router and that router is loaded with malware and all kinds of things that captures all your data. Um, but typically what, it, what the, the scam is going to look like, uh, the catch is going to be, there's a fee associated with it, right? When we sent mm. our routers out to the people, we said, we're paying for shipping. We're getting this, these devices to you and it's not going to cost you anything. And it shouldn't cost you right. anything because you win, right? When they, it's a prize. It's a prize, <laughs> yeah. So nobody paid for the shipping of these devices. I just need to cover the cost of shipping, right? When, whenever right. there's a small fee, that's a red flag, immediate red flag. Yes. This is a scam. The the or you have to pay the taxes or whatever on it. Now, mm -hmm. truth uh, in advertising, right? All these game shows, every single one of them, that uh, Wheel of Fortune, Prices Right, all of them. If you go on that show, right. what we, the viewers of those shows, and the, you know our our aging parents grew up watching all these shows and very excited about the prizes and the possibilities. What they don't tell you on these shows is yeah you want a brand new car and now you owe the state of california the taxes on that brand new car before you can leave the the game show with it by the way okay. and oh you won this beautiful forty thousand dollar vacation you owe the taxes on that forty thousand dollar vacation that counts as income and unless you pay the taxes you can't claim your prize every single game show that you go on to win a prize you have to pay the taxes on all of that stuff so that's mm -hmm. a legit that's a legit thing. That's not a scam. That's not the game show scamming yeah. you. That's the the government getting their part of your, you know, your income because that 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 counts yeah. as a winning. So if you win at a casino, you got to pay taxes. And and if the casino isn't in your state, you got to pay the taxes to that state and the state you live in. Uh, oh. Yeah, so you get double tax, and then you get your federal tax on top of that. So death and taxes, only two things that are guaranteed. <laughs> but yeah, so if they're if they're claiming it's a tax, right? then mm -hmm. there's going to be some kind of tax form that you'll get back at the end of the year on the prize that you won. It'll show that you paid those taxes. If they're not saying that it's a tax and reporting it that way, they're saying it's a fee to cover this or that. It's a scam. It's not going to be real. Nobody's going to make you pay for the prize that you just won. So uh, that's that's kind of the conversations that you want to have with uh, with your parents about this, right? Uh, unsolicited mm -hmm. communications. If you didn't go to a place and sign up for a thing and now you're being contacted about that, yes, be very wary of it. Be very like, right. uh, I don't remember doing that. And there's very few things that I sign up for. And when I do, I always take a like picture of this because, oh, is this too good to be true? So I'll snap a shot of what the offer is and then what the thing that I'm putting my personal information in and you know, win mm -hmm. a, win a business lunch for you and 10 people because we want to market to you. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll do that because I'm interested in your product and I want to, I want to hear about it, but I also want the free lunch and I want to do that. So I'll snap a shot right. of it. I'll throw my you know information in the business card bowl. And if I get a call back you know, I'm part of their marketing now, I'm part of their marketing. I've agreed to be marketed to, but I signed up for it. I chose it. I, you know, yes. I wasn't, it wasn't unsolicited. And so uh, yeah, if you don't remember entering the contest, you probably didn't enter it. Somehow they right. found your information and you never mm -hmm. ever pay for fees up front for prizes, right? If they ship you the prize and you've verified it and it's working and all of the things of, on their side, right? The, we shipped the routers, we verified and, and they got it and they got it all working and all that. And then we never heard, heard back from them. So great. I didn't send yep. them any fees and nothing and neither will a... a Neither will a legitimate prize giver. And, and if you're not sure, you can reach out to 
the the prize offerers official channels you can go to their website yourself look and don't click any links just go to the website yep. yourself click some you know look for contact us say hey i got entered in this prize i don't remember doing it but your department reached out and said the the support team from that organization's official channel will let you know uh, hey, that is real, or hey, no, that has nothing to do with us. That's probably a scam. So use their official channels to reach out to them. But don't click links. Go to their website if they have one. Uh, you know, I used to be able to open a yellow pages and find phone numbers for everything in the area, <laughs> but uh, you right. can you can find business organizations, real official channels to ask them questions. So, and a lot of times they'll have that stuff plastered exactly. on their website or social yeah, media, exactly. like. Like I, I'm thinking about something I just entered in recently and it's like it like you can't go to their official channels without seeing that's this right. giveaway or whatever. So yeah. um it, it will be very obvious. Yeah. That's exactly. part of how they're getting more, you know, leads and conversations to happen. So that's how that's why we gave yeah. away the Griffin routers. We wanted to talk to more people at our tables and people love free stuff. So Right. Yeah. So we got four more, but yeah, uh I think uh we'll have to end here, but uh, just to give you a little bit, um, yeah, there's some pretty there's some pretty neat ones coming up, but the big one is going to be all about the technological scams that are out there and how to avoid those and how to kind of spot them. And I've got some examples for you from real life, real life examples that actually they, they came after us trying to target us and let us know that, uh, you know, we had done some things. And so uh, we got we're going to expose these fraudsters for who they are. And even tell you a story, a very recent story about what had just just happened to my poor 70-year-old father-in-law.